Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Welcome to the Pod Ones Podcast. And, and my name is Char Char Jang. And uh, we are here and we are ready to talk some Glow Wars. This is going to be awesome. We're talking about episode 17 of season two. Uh, let's get into it. You never was made it as Obi Wan's battle. You might make it as mine. Again, it's us. I'm I'm definitely not dressed for Star Wars, obviously. Neither um, am I, honestly. But uh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, let's bring in our guests. First, we got Malik. I'm back. They don't have a sniper <laughs> on me, I swear. It's like it's like you're our third. Or you, you're the you're the third guy. Essentially, uh, and I haven't been paid a lick yet. I know, right? We we really <laughs> gotta we gotta make sure that we get you paid here soon. Yeah. Um, conversation. Yeah. And newcomer, Tatooine Queen. It's me. It's Tatooine Queen. Very famous. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. No, Maybe thanks we'll see for you coming. Book Ooh, book of Boba Fett. That'll be fun. We'll have to talk about that later. And, and speaking of Boba Fett, like Malik. Love your shirt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The episode's titled Bounty Hunters. I just dropped my phone. But the episode's <laughs> titled Bounty Hunters. And uh, I figured, well, I'll just wear a Bounty Hunter shirt with a Bounty Hunter medallion. You know? We are. He really, awesome. he really came prepared. Oh, yeah. He came prepared more than the host did. Let's be real. I mean, the only thing I really got is, like, hosts behind me. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Boba Fett's, like, Char. He's your dude, isn't he, Char? <laughs> oh, yeah. Char's. Char's got a man crush on Boba Fett. Like it's it's Boba well Fett's known. my all time favorite character. So um, anytime he's mentioned, I uh, did, get a little weird. Did you hear apparently <laughs> Robert Rodriguez and Tamar Morrison work out together? <laughs> I love oh, that no. so much. Oh, oh no. are you talking about when he was oh, working no. out and he was on the news? Uh no, apparently like they were interviewing Robert Rodriguez. Says, yeah, me and Tamar Morrison just work out together. <laughs> oh, because I remember one time I was watching some video of Tamar Morrison and he was on the news. He was brought up on this news channel, and he was in the gym. 
and he was like talking about his workout routine and everything. I was like, oh, cool, cool. <laughs> He's prepared. The Polynesian spa. <laughs> uh, the Polynesian spa. Um, but Tatooine Queen or Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, let's get to know you a little bit. What what got you into this little thing that we like to call Star Wars? Um, Ewoks all the way. It was, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, so a uh, huge fetish. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, my dad really, he like grew up with the original trilogy. Oh, he's so cute. And w- he was, he's like, okay, kid, and sat me down in front of the TV. And I was just like, they're big teddy bears and they're as tall as me. And I just want to squish them. And that was it. And then, um, you know, fast forward and I'm like a, a, a youngling growing up with the prequels and that's like my jam. So it's like yeah. my channel, like my brand is like all prequel all the time. And then the sequels came out and everyone like got more into it. And I was just like proud mama, like, you know, shedding a tear, like we're really doing this. We're, we're passing it on to the next gen. That's so. awesome. No. Yeah. We <laughs> love to hear that. Yeah, and I, actually, that, before we continue, I, I'm just curious, like, what was the inspiration behind your name? Um, Good question. Well, I'm a big Because, I mean, I was like, you, you love Ewoks. Whoa. I was like, why, not, why, not, why aren't you the Endor Queen? Oh, man, that would have been really good. Second channel coming soon, Endor Queen. <laughs> um, I couldn't think of anything. And at that point, my channel was not Star Wars at all. And I just uploaded, you know, like a little like nerd trap I was like oh yeah here's like my Star Wars propaganda and people ate it up and I was like I gotta brand this and I was like (laughs) okay so obsessed with like the Skywalkers obsessed with Anakin what can I do Tatooine Queen obviously there we go I think what make I think what makes it work is the the rhyme scheme to it I like it oh yeah absolutely it really rolls off the tongue yeah it does it does a very good job uh Malik Hi. We 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 this fool under me. Yeah, like the third time you've asked me this question. <laughs> I I just it, 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 it you know what? Your story is always fun to listen to. That's why I asked. Wait, wait, Luke, are you asking him to say it again? So no. Well, I mean I if like, he wants dude, to he's already said it like four times. It again. It's your show. If you want me to say it again, I'll say it again. No, say it again, because I actually right. really like your story. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, I, I grew up in a family, uh, like like most people do. <laughs> but uh, a lot of, uh, my aunt was really into Star Wars. Um, and much like uh, much like you, Tatooine Queen, my first Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi. And while you saw Ewoks and you were enamored, I saw Jabba the Hutt, and I was like, what is that? Like, I need to know more about this. And, like, <laughs> I, uh, I I watched, uh, again, I remember watching Return of the Jedi a lot as a kid, Got fell out of Star Wars a little bit, and the prequels came out, and like then I, then you know, I, I, I really got hard into Star Wars when Clone Wars came out because that was like my main jam when I, when I was a kid, and uh, I, and I just, I, I never looked back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy because I mean, we're, I would say we're all pretty close in age. I would, I would assume. Yeah, I, maybe that's wrong of me to do. But, um, I, 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 we, I think we all really grew up on the prequels. I, I saw the original yeah. trilogy, like it, the special editions first, and then my first ever movie in theaters was was Phantom Menace. 
Oh, um, I, I did. I didn't even know Hayden Christian wasn't actually in Return of the Jedi until I was older. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah, wait, wait, that hold on. Work. That's not the same guy who's playing tricks on me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I've loved this ever since, and just finding this community and finding people on TikTok and and starting the podcast was like my outlet because I just like everybody else on the internet, we don't really have friends that are as passionate as we are to talk star wars but here we are and i thank you guys for coming on and i appreciate it but um let's get into it season Malik, two remember no Jabba ruled with fear oh god <laughs> uh, here we go here we go. I was, afraid, I was curious. I'm like, he's a big slug man. He's a gangster. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're getting to learn more in the Star Wars comic, though, yes. lately. Um, but uh, season two, episode 17, uh, Bounty Hunters. Uh, Char? Plot summary, my guy. Oh, that's right. Where is my phone? <laughs> oh, here we go. Now we're starting off great. Starting off great. <laughs> You say this every single time, Luke, whenever I, I'm like, whenever there's anything slowing down the podcast, you're like, oh, wow, great start. Great hey, start. No, hey, I, <laughs> would, would you believe they're friends? Way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you believe that I, we're friends? I honestly kind of thought you guys were married. Like, that's, uh, that's I mean, the yeah. kind of banter, yeah, you know what I mean? We're like Anakin and Obi-Wan in this episode. Wait, who's who? That's the real question. Oh, I doubt Char is Anakin and like you're Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. It's that, that was gonna. It? That was what I was gonna say. Absolutely. It, it's the beard. It's got to be the beard. Of course, of course. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Ready? Yep. The death toll rises as the battles intensify and threaten a growing number of Republic worlds. Planets are left to survive on their own, while the Jedi struggle to fight a war on many fronts. A series of medical stations have been established as a lifeline for those in need, but the facilities are easily prey for separatist attacks. After losing contact with the medical station orbiting Felucia, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Ahsoka Tano are sent to investigate. Good job, Char. Yeah. I might I might give you crap, but that you really do a good job on these plot See, summaries. You, sometimes I usually like slur my words a little bit when I'm because I'm trying to like read it as like fast and as accurate as Tom You took King your time would, and it sounded I, really it good. good. It was good. I, I, it was good. So um we start off. Uh, obviously, from the plot summary, uh, the Republic's losing medical uh, bases left and right. Um, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka are sent by the Council to figure out why that is. Um, and we see they come out of hyperspace. They are trying to figure out where the station is because it's supposed to be there, and it's not. Uh, come to find out that it was blown up. Uh, we get, uh, I think this is the first ever time we get to see, like, the Tri-Fighters coming out of, like, a, a stationary, like, base, kind of. Um, I don't think I've ever really seen that in canon. Um, has anybody else seen that, or, or am I making this up? Because sometimes I make stuff like up. Like, seen the Tri-Fighters prior to that? No, like, how they would come out of that, that space. Like, how they would come out of that pod. Because I always, when I you see so. them in can, I... when you see them in canon, they're either coming out of the, the um the main frigates, yeah. like in episode one, or they're on top of the the ships, in episode three. Yeah, mm -hmm. I only ever seen them come out of the ship, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never 
thought about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just thought about that uh, looking at it. And um, so Anakin and Obi-Wan, I was like, obviously. One, one detail we should bring up since it's like start, uh, this episode is in memory of Akira Kurosawa. Uh, the uh, oh, the, yeah, the uh, legendary right. Japanese filmmaker because um, you know big inspiration for George Lucas. And again, it says, it says right at the start, like in in memory, uh, in honor of Akira Kurosawa. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did, I did forget about that, and that's a huge <laughs> thing. To not, I know, man. It, it some things just scatterbrained. I blame it on my ADHD. That's that's what we blame it on. Uh, so Anakin and company, they're flying. And obviously the droid shuttle like lets go of the droid tribe, the fighters. And Anakin is like trying to dodge and Obi-Wan's giving him hell. And so is Ahsoka. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is like the three stooges. This is literally the Star Wars version of the st- three stooges. As Ahsoka says, how come every time you fly, we crash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, it's not my fault. It's the ship's. <laughs> and obi-wan just sits there and, and and just looks at those two and just is like oh great here we go again here we go again um one thing about this episode i will say about those three in particular this is a big episode that shows the the really the coming together of the big of the big three of how i'd mm-hmm. like to call them the big three um what were some things that stood out in that first like main cut uh, before, well, even when they do land, um, we kind of see a different view of Ahsoka and Anakin's relationship in Obi Wan, and we kind of get to see different points of view. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on that? Well, like right off the bat, it's it's. I feel like you can really see like Ahsoka's naivety in like and and the politics of everything because Obi Wan's like. We like we're if I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but they are I I'm trying to articulate. It's like Obi-Wan saying, I can't really help these people. Ahsoka saying, like, why wouldn't you help these people? And it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where it's like the classic, like, this is the right thing to do. Like we must do it. And coming up against the wall of like, well, this is also the right thing to do, reporting that the medical bays are being, you know destroyed mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's just all it's all good but coming from a different angle and I just I think that's really interesting because I think like Ahsoka is such a mature character so quickly even though she is like baby that it's mm-hmm. like you you forget that she really is that naive mm-hmm. oh, yeah absolutely well, yeah, at this point in time she's still developing and we don't really get to see her mature until season three mm-hmm. that's like the most evident time where she finally falls into her place and understands what it means to be a Jedi until season three. So, oh, yeah, yeah, Malik. Good point out. Uh, yeah, again, like the, the, to piggyback off of what uh, what what uh, Dylan said, it's it's very um, uh, it's interesting to see Ahsoka be like the anchor um for this tri- trinity she honestly she, is yeah she's yeah. like she's um the like okay and can everyone wonder picking i think first off i love their stupid beach ball escape yeah. pod <laughs> yeah. they seem yeah. like such an inefficient way to escape a crash yeah. but i love it. it's like boing boing everywhere but um uh as like as they land um uh like and they start arguing well, we should go this way and everyone think we should go that way and then it's like there's smoke over there <laughs> <laughs> just fall in the smoke and it's yeah. like 
oh right <laughs> like the fact that she's already you know that like that 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 if they did if she wasn't there they probably wouldn't have gotten anything oh no 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 absolutely they would have been stuck there for days like obi-wan and anakin are just bickering and and ahsoka's like when is this gonna end (laughs) but i like i like when uh those two huge monsters come walk by by. and anakin's like uh i don't want to go that way (laughs) (laughs) and i was like Man, th- this is a kid show, but like the humor hits. I don't mm-hmm. care what you say, but this show, and and that's the fun part about it is that it it Clone Wars does have like really good humor, but also has really good storytelling because like George and Dave really put like a lot of thought into it. Um, so as we get to the smoke, uh, Obi Wan notices that Yoda no. Obi Wan and uh, Ahsoka both notice that they're th- that they're coming up on a farm, and they're growing uh, nicillin, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, right? I, I uh, don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's nicillin, and and Obi Wan states that it's one of the most valuable crops in the galaxy because I guess it's used for healing. Um, and they're trying to so they show up and it's abandoned, and uh, Anakin's like. Rule of thought: uh, If you ever want to know what a uh, what a farmer is uh, farming, always check the barn. And long and behold, there's a starship there. That's mm, that's not just any ship. All my aftermath fans know that's the Halo, a very important ship for the aftermath books. Wait, hold on. That's the Halo. Yeah, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the Halo. Oh, okay. So it's not just a starship. It's 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 a very significant starship for those that have read the aftermath trilogy. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's also funny because I see that ship. Um, that ship is hella small, and in yeah. those books, two characters get like intimate in that ship, <laughs> and I'm like, "Where's the room?" Because <laughs> there's three other people on this, board. This doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> how does this work? Um. So they're searching because they still find it strange that they're that they can't find the farmers. Like, where are the inhabitants? Like, where are they? So Obi Wan heads one way. Anakin and Ahsoka uh, check uh, one house. Um, Anakin finds a trap door, and there's there's these uh, pollutions in there, um, cowering. And Ahsoka's like, "Oh, they're scared!" Like they're like she acts like they're puppies for some reason, and I'm just like. Ahsoka, they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they're people. Why are you, why are you acting like that? But like, and then she's like, oh, it's okay. We'll, we, we aren't going to hurt you. And then all of a sudden the bounty hunters show up. And I love the back and the back and forth between her and, and the bounty hunters in the beginning. They're like, uh, we, we can take one Jedi. And she's like, uh, excuse me. I'm right here. <laughs> and, uh, then Obi Wan shows up and goes, "Do you count me?" And it, it's so it the like you because this is like the first time we ever really see like bounty hunters versus Jedi's besides Episode Two, I should say. Um, and we don't really get to see that a whole lot throughout the entire series. Um, so that that was interesting to me. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on that whole? scene i guess uh dill uh, or malik uh, I, I thought the, i thought the farmers the the way they spoke was really funny 
Oh like, yeah. I don't trust these guys. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it goes. It was funny when you're mentioning that Ahsoka treated them like they were pets. They, yeah. They, they sounded like pets too. Oh. <laughs> They sounded so innocent. That's I feel like that's what every farmer is in Star Wars. They're extremely innocent. They have like this regular or high pitched voice, and they're just trying to get through their day. Oh yeah, that that I mean, I'm reading through Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good, and there's a farmer in there, and it and I kind of get that vibe. Mm-hmm. Now that you say that, um, but like, yeah, imagine if Uncle Owen sounded like that. Oh, Crazy good lord. Farmer. That one that, that Luke wouldn't have turned out very well. Um, For me, but, seeing the bounty hunters, I, I got hyped seeing Sugi because uh, Sugi is also uh, matters Jocelyn a lot Murray. in the after. Yeah, she matters a lot in the yeah. aftermath trilogy as well. So it's like I know where you're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Zabrak bounty hunters are just awesome. Also, which is gonna be also Embo. Like, holy hell, Embo's so cool. Oh my god, yeah. that yeah, was one Embo. of my favorite scenes of Embo in that episode. Is when he takes out one of Hondo's pirates, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's a menace." No, yeah. Um, Dylan, thoughts? Um, it was just—I I don't know—it was really cool, like that, like standoff moment where they're just like, "What? Hello?" Like you know, like having the two—you know—the two different groups there, and then the farmers who are like, "What?" what's going on guys? Like what's, the, yeah. what's going to happen here, you know? And it's just, you just don't really know what's going to happen yet. And it's, it's, it is really cool to see like the bounty hunters just be like very protective immediately where like, that's normally like a very Jedi vibe. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a, also the Felucian's design is drastically different from where we last saw them as well. Uh, in the force unleashed, they did not look like that at all. A lot more, uh, tribal, a little bit more like, uh, and a little bit more able to defend themselves as opposed to like little, like dinosaur people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, it is because in force unleashed, they, the Felucians are different. Oh yeah, they're like, like humanoid and like blue, yes. and they can like actually fight and like it's yeah. it's, it's it's insane. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the farmers obviously stop the conflict between the the Jedi and the bounty hunters, and uh, I can't remember what the main guy's name was. Um, cat? No, not Cassis, because he's the one. No, it is him. Oh, are you talking about? Are you talking about the guy who was in the? Uh... In the uh, the not the suit, no, no, no. I'm talking about the farmer, like, he's like, Stop, the Jedi are here, like, they can help. Mm. And Anakin and Obi Wan are just like, From what? Like, why are you? We'll we'll call him Farmer One, yes, Farmer One, (laughs) Farmer One. (laughs) I'm sure he's got an, I I don't know if it's Cassis. I feel like Cassis is the one that that uh, was like. We don't have any t- like he sounds like Carl Weavers a little bit. <laughs> like to be honest, he does a little bit. Now that I think about it, um, I but- want more corn. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but so the the Jedi are very surprised, like why they need protection, and come to find out uh, that they hired the bounty hunters to protect the the Cillan. Uh, from pirates of all people, so that's not very surprising. Um, 
and Obi-Wan's like, well, why didn't you just ask, like, what you have enough money, why couldn't you just defend yourselves? And they're like, do you look at, can you see us? Like, we're not, we're not fighters. We're not fighters at all. Um, and I think it's funny when Hondo shows up. <laughs> he, good old Hondo. Just trying to make a trying to make a dime, make a credit throughout the galaxy, and Obi Wan like when he sees Hondo, he's like, "Oh great, this guy again!" Like, why do we why do we have to keep fall if, running into this guy? And he kind of has a Qui Gon Watto moment with with Hondo. He's like, "I've got enough credits to make it worth your while, so you leave them alone." And 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 Hondo's like. You thought my, my clientele does not take that credit. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really, pretty much. And uh Hondo. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-day vegan challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. What are everybody's thoughts on Hondo? What, like, I feel like everyone's is... thoughts on Hondo and Naka are the same as everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone loves Hondo. Like, if you, even when there's times where he plays the villain, you have to love him. It's just because of his attitude and his his ego. It's hard not to love him. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's like. Honda, you got better things to do than steal a bunch of farmers selling. <laughs> Come on. I get it's valuable, but like can't you go like pirate somewhere else? Like I I, I sometimes I just don't understand why they used Hondo in that sense, but like I get it. Like I it, it, it makes sense a little bit. Um so Hondo obviously is like, well, we can't really do anything with the Jedi, so we're going to get out of here. But he leaves a threat. Um, and I like how the bounty hunter, uh, what was her name again, Malik? Uh, Sugi. Sugi. Sugi stands up and is like, you're not going to take this. The You're not going to hurt these farmers and you're not going to hurt. You're not going to take the Silum. Um, Obi-Wan has a nice little conversation with her after they leave because it's like he asks her. Are you really worried about the 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 civilians? Are you worried about your score? Because you know bounty hunters, they always are usually the bounty hunters that we know, all they care about is the score. Um, is the money. Is the money. Uh <laughs> and this is the first episode that we really see the Jedi training other civilians. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so this might have been like the precursor to what they do on Onderon. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's, it's with the same group of people. I mean, excluding Rex, but yeah. yeah. Um. So, what was everybody's thoughts on them training the civilians? Like that whole thing of seeing the struggle between like how the civilians were able to react and whatnot. So one of us has to go first. <laughs> oh, wait, do, I, do I do eeny, meeny, miny, mo Negan style? Ooh, uh, no, that never ends well. Eeny. Oh, is that is that me first? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, it's it's very interesting. I found it funny that like that like for comedy, Dave Dave Filoni thinks not knowing combat means not knowing how rows work because like Anakin's like make rows of five and they can't even yeah. do that. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that was rough. But, uh, but yeah, like, it, it, I'm sorry. Realistically, as farmers, they would like that's the whole <laughs> thing. It's rows. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Well, how how did you do your crops? <laughs> oh, we just plant them in circles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just put them in circles. It doesn't really matter. They're like, we don't know how to fight, and he's like, it's basic, like, um, basic. He he does like a whole like 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 eight. Eight, eight set display of like with the with let me see that spear Anakin just goes like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh man you also got Embo in the back just like talking crap the entire time like man you guys suck no yeah it, it's it, Embo is probably one of my I think if I had to rank bounty hunters he's he's in my top five because he's very much just like the typical like gunslinger western guy like the hat and everything like he doesn't talk much he's very mysterious um and we get to see him later um in the clone wars but on the opposite side uh and we get to see well, him those are the famous. exact same reasons why boba fett was so loved when he when he first appeared in empire was because of his mystery is because of his old western style and the spurs and the gunslinging it was that was what made him so cool as well. And I like that you pointed that out for Embo and why people like him as well. I would also yeah. say Embo, if you want more of Embo, go read the Aftermath trilogy because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. also in that Everything. too. <laughs> yeah, Can you tell book. I like those books? Embo, go, go read Chuck Wendig's trilogy. So I I n- it, so I will say about those books, they're the first one's hard to get into but like the second two and especially i'd say life debt's really really good dylan have you read any of the books i haven't oh those are those are a great one they're 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 so i i enjoy them they are really if i could recommend have you gotten into like any of like the reading like any any books oh yeah for star wars like i read light of the jedi and that got me into it and then i like there you go i know it was very like oh yeah show them your yeah so it's the thick tattoo to stop it's like you can't tell but it's like as well it's like graffiti on there it's it's so good oh my gosh yeah Yeah. and and then i like went back and i like bought up every book i could find which is not many at that point where i was living and um master and apprentice was my favorite out of okay. like all the reading I've done so far, some it's just so many different authors that I can't like always vibe with their writing styles. Okay, and that was what because I didn't even I know this is like so naive of me, but like I didn't realize the depth of content out there. 
yeah like star wars books in general and so i was like i gotta get all of this and then it would just be like one author's style to the other and i was just like i can't i feel like when i feel like even when like you have an idea you still aren't ready for the depth of content star wars goes into. no yeah i mean it can can be very yeah you can and you can read legends you can read canon whatever you can read whatever you want but the amount of lore that's in star wars whether it's canon or not it's amazing it's mind-blowing so much no yeah Yeah. i i I, there's a lot of books that i would recommend i mean obviously we're getting fallen star here soon so if you haven't read like uh, also if i'm if anybody is like hesitant to get into like books in general buy buy the audiobooks you will never regret it like they have malik wouldn't accept that advice Malik, I'm not Malik, an audiobook Malik, guy. I'm Malik, sorry, the I don't have the attention audiobook, span. Uh, you, I, I mean, I mean, people have their own tastes. I mean, I, I can't knock you for that, but audiobooks recently have helped me get through books really easy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm happy they work for you. They just don't work for me. Like they have, like they have the yeah, music. Like the voice acting is great. Like, yeah, like oh um, goodness. I recently got the uh, audiobook version of The Empire Strikes Back: A Certain Point of View, and the story about I was I was telling Harith this the other day. Um the the person who reads the story of disturbance, which is Palpatine's story, is read oh, by Sam Whitworth. So, so good. That's good. I was like, that's when you good. have actors like that reading, it's amazing. And then and there was one um I think it was the one about Boba Fett. It was read by John Hamm. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they he was per he was um supposed to well he was in talks to play Boba Fett, if I'm was not mistaken. I thought it was Han it, when, Solo. When it was the first, no, it, when it was the first. When he was doing that little funny, that funny skit when no, the, even sequ- when, the sequel trilogy was beginning. Even when Boba Fett was supposed to be a movie. Mm-hmm. That's who they were planning to cast as Boba Fett was John Hamm. And I was like. Well, now we know there's no other player. There's, yeah, there's no other player, player but actor. <laughs> yeah, there's no other actor that could really fulfill the role. I mean, All rest right. in peace to the late great Jeremy Bullock, but Tamara Morrison is is I, Boba I, Fett. Yeah, I did. I did not know that. Uh, I, I did not know that John Hamm was in these things. Now that they got like that level of actor, like holy crap! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even I haven't gone through all of them, but I know that there's there's certain audiobooks that have some great voice acting. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it, it, like I said, Star Wars. We could go on for hours and hours and hours. Um, and we probably will later. And on. we probably will. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Um, so they, as they're training, uh, there's a scout that shows up for Hondo. Um, and Embo takes care of the guy, and I think this is the first time you ever well. So usually, I mean, you can tell what network it was on when it was originally aired because, like, compared to Disney XD and Cartoon Network, you were able to see, like, death a lot easier on Cartoon Network because it was a little bit looser. Because when you see Embo, like, kill the guy, like, you don't see it, but you see the motion and, like, the body drop. And I was just like, okay, I remember this as a kid. This 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 really is uh, violent, but you know I'm here for it. Um, so then they they obviously know that if once the scout doesn't show up, Hondo's gonna be coming come a knocking. 
So they get prepared. Hondo gets word that those that they haven't shown up. He gets his goons and they go and attack the um the base. Now, am I missing anything between here and there that we want to talk about? Uh, I, I, I went first. So. You should probably last name. You should you should go first. <laughs> yeah, what? Dylan. I went first last name. We should probably go first this time. <laughs> I mean, be remembering it wrong, but I think it's like the next part that, like, I think we could move like past that and then the part with the tank. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's after in between. So mm-hmm. once we, so he obviously we talked about Obi Wan and like really going after the bount uh the Zabrak for her whether he wants like her intentions which is interesting um hondo shows up with the tank so so i i have a question about this how smart are quakian monkey lizards yeah that little thing operates the tank and shoots at them um yeah <laughs> how capable and like like aware are they yeah, I know, because it's like when you see the one in Return of the Jedi, like, it's, like, he's just, like, a, a pet. But this one really is a pain in the ass, if I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Um, the action and to see, um, like, the farmers actually take, like, it's not only just the bounty hunters and the Jedi that are, are doing most of the damage. Like you're seeing scenes where the villagers are really doing like work. Um, kind of reminds me of obviously the Ewoks. Um, you don't need all this technology to be able to defend yourself, which I, I found. I know it's also it's it's again it's all one big homage to uh, Kurosawa's film, The uh, Seven Samurai, I believe, as well. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven Samurai. Yeah, I believe in that movie. What they train a bunch of farmers to fight um uh, bandits, something like that too. So yes. yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's all it's 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 it, again like like Lucas says, Star Wars owes a debt to Japanese culture. Yeah, and people that say that it's not don't understand. Especially when Visions came out. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> Visions. Get out of here. It's great. It's great. Um, Hondo somehow so Anakin is able to get up to Hondo and. They fight, and I'm thinking to myself, Hondo's able to handle Anakin pretty pretty well. Like, well, he 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 manages he manages to get the upper hand by like faking an injury. Yeah, faking he's beaten because he's like, "Help me, Skywalker! I'm so sorry!" Surprise! It pushes him into the tank. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dylan, anything you'd like to add to that whole? Because I mean, it's Anakin, it's your boy. Um, anything you'd like to add? he stresses me out so much but just like <laughs> i have to be honest like there's there's the attraction there's the love there's the stress level that's just constantly at like a 10 plus uh-huh. he's just he he i feel i feel like he knows better and then will demonstrate how he doesn't and just like over and over that's just like a constant arc with him is he's like no like i'm i'm this big like big guy like i got it handled like i can do anything and you know like is always bucking up to obi-wan and everything and then is pulling shit like that that's like what what exactly is going on with you 
I, I, and the funny thing is, is that I, I can relate to that a little bit. I think a lot of us can relate to like the, like thinking that we can do everything and then realizing mm-hmm. eh, that's not always the case. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's very, that's very, very true. And, and you see that throughout the Clone Wars and obviously the prequel trilogy, he struggles with, um, just being able to he, he kind of overestimates his own abilities a lot of the time um that's how I guess, I, that's also how he was defeated this is very true well and if you take someone and like harking back to the prequels you take someone and you're told like you're it you're like you're the chosen one this is you're this is why these are the three steps why you're better than everyone else and you keep telling someone that they're that good they're going to believe it and they take it to whatever level they're going to go mm-hmm. like, and that that was always going to be his issue is they shouldn't have treated him any differently. Like in my opinion, um, and just, you know, didn't single him out in any special way that would have made him a completely different person. And he might've chosen a different path. Interesting. That's an interesting take. Nice. Oh. Well, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of like his formative years were like him changing his scenery, like having, you know, like being with his mom, being a slave and then going and, you know, having someone that you're supposed to, you know, be linked up with and be taught like immediately die and then have this guy that and this is uh, Master and Apprentice. Obi-Wan did not want him yeah. at all. And he was just like okay, well, I have that. So you have this resentment from really the only father figure that you're going to find. And then, you know, fast forward, he gets to Palpatine and he's like, oh no, like, kid, I love you. I'll take you under my wing. Like, let's give this instead of this constant butting heads. That's where that kind of comes from. I think there was like so much in his formative years that led him to make so many bad decisions and to also want to like, he's performing for Obi-Wan through the entirety of the Clone Wars. Like, that's that's him. Like, I can do this. I'm capable. He's performing for his dad and taking on Ahsoka. And, you know, but then I, he, he makes a blunder. I didn't even consider or that. Many. Like, I put that fight in a hell of perspective now. I'm like, huh. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you're saying is, like, spot on. Because it's like he is trying to prove himself. He feels like he has to because... He has to live up to that to that to that um, uh, standard. standard. Uh, like like you said, maybe if they wouldn't have put so much pressure on him and said you're the chosen one, now go live up to it. I mean, there's a lot of real world struggles. We we have some some families have standards where it, you feel like the weight of it is is, is too much. And you try to do as much, and you just feel like you're not getting there. So I, 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 I get that. Um, See, I just yeah. like the fact that like the 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 monkey bites his ankle, and he just thinks, "No, all right, screw this." He's about to like strip, just like yeah, that. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's about to cut in half. And Aaron Hondo's like, "No," and he saves it. Yeah, I'm. I was just like Hondo throughout this entire episode. I was just like Hondo, like 
you shouldn't be this formidable, but you yeah. are. People and I kind of respect it. People forget, like, because of Rebels, like, Hondo was straight up just a villain. Like, he was just he a was. bad guy they used repeatedly. Like, he straight up tries to, like, he steals the Kyber from the kids. He's 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 mugging farmers here. He had Anakin. Like, he was straight up just a recurring Star Wars villain. And he didn't, he doesn't become good until, like, way later on. Like, oh, yeah. Hondo. No, yeah. He He's just, like, a thorn in the side of the jedi like he's not a big threat but he is a thorn in their side it that does, is does, her thing i do like because like after going through all that he still thought him and obi-wan were friends at the end of it <laughs> yeah yeah he's like kenobi he's like at the end he said he states this venture is no longer profitable oh, it's so it's so good like this it's... venture is no longer profitable and then like his ship just like zooms out <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yep, that's a great Hondo exit right there. I, I love Hondo's ship design because it's like a uh, a, a classic UFO, UFO like, yeah. thing you would see. And it's, it's such a cool thing you don't usually see in a lot of sci-fi, just classic UFO flying saucer designs. No, yeah. And I mean, even before that, uh, before Anakin gets to Hondo, Embo gets shot. And that's the whole reason why Anakin yep. goes up to, to, to take out the tank. Um, also another really important thing that we missed even before that was Serperus is doing the sawing down the, the big tree. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and Ahsoka says, uh, it's, it's too big. You can't handle it. And then she saves him. And then all of a sudden we find out that Serperus is a small little man in a, in a big machine. With and Darth he's... Vader's helmet on his pat on his left arm. Like, <laughs> patch. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like a it's it was like a Star Wars fan club badge thing. It's like on his like his suit he's wearing. <laughs> Man, I really have to do more better. I have to do better paying attention. Oh, no, you have to do more better. <laughs> do yeah, more better. you know, it, yeah. we're just chugging along here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like it's it's cool to catch stuff like that. But yeah, he's like he's this little he's this little man in a big suit. It's like oh, like like you don't have to like look. It's not about looking like you know looking tough. You just gotta be tough. No, yeah, I thought that was kind of important, and it's obviously a big thing for in general because I mean that's a that's a life lesson. Like you don't have to look the part to be the part. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean we all I've. I guarantee you everybody's gone through that stage where they 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 have self-doubt or they don't think they can do something and we just have to always remind ourselves hey like like I can do anything if I set my mind to it kind of thing which is easier said than done cuz I mean there's it, life can be a real pain in the ass um but I, I thought that was nice so that she gave him confidence even going into the battle like it doesn't matter how big or small you are. It's what you have inside. Um, but that that was a great, uh, great lesson. That And there's always usually one in each episode uh, that obviously is like the typical, oh, here's the life lesson. Here the you moral. go. The moral yeah. of the, the, the show. Um, so the... The Jedi and the bounty hunters are able to save the farmers, save the uh, the Silum. Um and I love the back and forth between Obi Wan and uh, Su Sugi. Yes, mm -hmm. Sugi. Sugi, and he's like, "So, uh, 
can we uh, get a ride? <laughs> like, we, we did you a favor. Can you give us a ride? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And then she's like, yeah, sure. Come on. Yeah, they all um, squeezing that small ass ship. <laughs> no, yeah, seriously, where people can get intimate, but it really doesn't look like you can get intimate in that damn thing. <laughs> like, you really. You have to get really creative, you know? Oh yeah, you you gotta find ways. If there's a will, there's a way. I mean, go back to uh, Solo. We didn't know that there was a coat closet in the Millennium Falcon before that movie. <laughs> I just I, I want to know if all of those capes are were still there, like realistically. I don't know. That was the like, first. Thing. Hot, I mean, wins it back. I can just imagine him just dancing in the closet with a cloak. Pretending like it's Kira. <laughs> yeah, no, that that those capes had to be the first thing Han threw out, like without a doubt. Yeah. It's like part of the upholstery of like different parts. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Um, you left us. How dare you? <laughs> no, yeah, and let me tell you, we're getting a lot more with Kira. And oh yeah, in the and I am happy about that because if we get Amelia Clark, Rain. if we get her in Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mommy. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, ah, Kira can do no wrong to me. She's doing um, plenty wrong right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not the most ethical person leader, but I but mean, she, she is also... She is, she's, she's, you know, yes, that was very good. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, like, I, that's one female character that I, I, that I don't think gets the respect that she deserves. There's a lot of them that don't get the respect they deserve. That, that, yeah. <laughs> There's I mean, a right. That's a big mm-hmm. net. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a whole true. other podcast. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, a, that's a doozy of a podcast right there. Um, Starting and onwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the end of the episode. Did I miss anything huge that anybody wanted to talk about? I don't think so, other than... Uh, I, I wonder if Char caught oh, no. this. Uh, did you catch the type of gun that Sugi uses? Wow, you got my first fact. I'm glad. I'm proud of you. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Speaking of new, uh, speaking of segments, uh, Char, take it away. All right, here we go. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Three interesting facts about a certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 5, the Bounty Hunters arc. 
Fact one, a familiar weapon appears, Malik. Uh, the Zabrak <laughs> bounty hunter, Sugi, wielded an EE-3 carbine rifle, the same weapon Boba Fett used in Return of the Jedi. Fact two, it pays tribute to a legend. Uh, Malik kind of went on this about <laughs> earlier. <clears throat> at the very I was doing episode, my research. <laughs> at the very beginning of the episode, it states, in memory of Akira Kurosawa. If you don't know who Akira Kurosawa is, he was a Japanese filmmaker and directed the film Seven Samurai. George Lucas used Kurosawa's work and it helped influence the creation of Star Wars. This episode is a tribute to Kurosawa and his work. Also, Seven Samurai has a 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Fact 3, a callback to a certain novel. During the episode, Ahsoka watches Obi-Wan and Anakin argue about which direction they should move. Ahsoka's facial expressions reminded me of the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnston when Ahsoka describes Anakin and Obi-Wan as bickering parents. <laughs> Dang. That is, yeah. that's a, that, those are three really good, interesting facts, Jar. Well, yeah. I, on, technically, it was like maybe one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Malik had said them all. Um, yeah. But guys, yeah, see, I'm sorry. Okay, I just I'll, I'll just I'll just not do my research and try to not be insightful in episodes <laughs> yeah. in the future. <laughs> yeah, the Jedi smart get out. <laughs> uh, You're not welcome here. Uh, as always, my guys, um, my achievement, not yours. Time for episode <laughs> rankings, and thanks to Malik, we we he gave me the idea last week. So. Uh, the way it works is Youngling is bad, Padawan's okay, Jedi Knight's good, Jedi Master is great, Jedi uh, Grandmaster is Chef's Kiss. I feel bad um, for that K in Jedi Knight. It's not even capitalized. Oh, man. We're really going to get picky here. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I deserve posh, it. Posture between um, F and S? Come on. And Chef's Kiss? Whatever. Come on, Luke. It's a tough spelling. crowd. He's really calling tough, him out. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's hey, a tough crowd. Hey, I get a lot of my anger for Malik stealing my facts. <laughs> um, uh, but Dylan, let's start with you. What what would be your ranking for this episode? Um, I I would say it's Jedi Master. I'd say it's great. Um, I like the moral, and um, I think it goes. It's not just like the one moment where you're like, oh, there it is. Like that's it. It's like if you reflect on it as a whole, it's through like every moment you get the same world. You're getting the empowerment, the you're more than you are. You can do anything. And I mean, I like that. So it kind of just resonates. So I'd say it's a Jedi master. Awesome. Awesome. Malik. Yeah, um, Luke, if you want to pull up uh, as we go, um, if there's, People commenting their no, uh, yeah 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 their uh, their ranking. No yeah absolutely. Malik, uh, for me, uh, I was a um, uh, I think I'm gonna I think honestly I think I'm gonna give it a Padawan. It's okay, but like I know there's like for me it's like there's uh, there's other episodes that just like completely blow this one away again like like and that sounds bad like I do enjoy this episode but like it's like I watch this episode, I'm like oh this is fun I don't watch this episode, I go like oh my god like you know like 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 for instance like Mortis or the episode or the bounty hunter arc later on you know it's uh it's 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 it's, it's okay for me but you know it, it's just like it's just like a that's oh I, I had fun watching it's not like a I, like I'm not going to clamor to rewatch it though you know. And that's fair. You know, we're going to have some of those episodes that that, you know, aren't 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 our favorites. But like like 
we've got people like Dylan who absolutely enjoy them. And, and that's the greatest part is that you don't have to always love something to, to um, understand um, like, cause n- not everybody's star Wars is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah, honestly, um, the whole Clone Wars show is honest. It's a, it's an upward hill. And then once it gets to five, six and seven, it's a, it's a heartbeat monitor. Well, oh mean, yeah, I, it's. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't say that yeah. for season two because season two has your Boba Fett arc. It does, which and like I said, it's at the very end and it's slowly just going up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Char, what is your ranking? Um, I give this episode a Jedi Knight. I think um, Hondo in this episode, I enjoyed him. I, his pre- his screen presence was really well done. Embo, Embo, obviously one of my favorite bounty hunters. Him. And Sugi helping. It's just so weird seeing Jedi and bounty hunters kind of working together for the greater good. It's it's not a very it's not a very common thing you see on in Star Wars. So, um, yeah, I just give this a Jedi Knight. No, yeah, it's I I would say it's a Jedi Knight too. It's not my favorite episode, but I I like it. Has elements that just stood out that resonate that resonate and that that Mm -hmm. are Star Wars. And uh, the Kurosawa stuff is is amazing. That now that Malik brought it up, and I, I completely before I did off on it, and uh, like I, it's it's so it, it it is Star Wars. Like it is. It's, it's just amazing, and I I love going over arcs in 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 episodes uh, like these, um, where they would be called filler. But I mean, it it does move the story. It gives you a glimpse into other civilians. Uh, you don't have a major conflict. You don't have any clones in it. Um, mm-hmm. you get different perspectives, and I think that's huge, especially in a world and in a galaxy-wide conflict that you're getting different scenarios um, that aren't just focused on what's going on with the war. It's other stuff as well, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like sometimes gets missed uh, missed at um throughout the the prequel era in general um so gonna go a little bit off script here i know what char is excited for i know what i'm excited for malik and dylan what are you guys looking forward to the most here in 2022 star wars wise Like what show? <laughs> we did at the same time. Yeah, All right. Um, okay. Um. Hmm. 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 I think about that books, one. Uh, comics. Yeah. No, one, no one even said nose goes, and she just goes. Because like it's it's like there's so much. So in 2022, honestly, it's a toss up between either Fallen Star or the book. See, my two toss ups are actually it's it's two novels. Um. Fallen Star, because like first off, Claudia Gray, she don't miss like Master and yeah, Apprentice, um, Lost Stars, amazing. she's incredible. Bloodline, Bloodline, she's amazing, looks so good. Uh, my other one I'm really excited for is a uh, um, Shadow of the Sith, because like Luke and Lando, Luke, Luke and Lando are hunting down the killer of Ray's parents before he kills them. It's like, what's going on? Like you know, like Lando has a daughter that's been kidnapped. It's like. I, I need to know more about this. Also, Ochi of Bastoon is a bald king, and I live for him. I was about to say that. <laughs> I, I was like, more Ochi of Bastoon is always Yes, good. he killed Ray's parents, but dang it, he's such a funny character. <laughs> he is. 
Um, he's he actually shows up uh, in Darth Vader, believe it or not, in yeah. the comics. And yeah, that's, he, that's he, a he nice little tie-in. My favorite, my, my yep. favorite moment of Ochi is when he uh, is when he's there's these two guys and he's like, "Hold on, I just want to talk to you," and he shoots and kills one of them. The dude's <laughs> like, "You said you just wanted to talk." And he's like. I'm not looking for like a whole colloquial thing. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to talk to one of you. <laughs> Dylan, what are you, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, I think you can probably guess. Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, but like he, okay, here's my thing. And this, right. this may shock you. <laughs> I didn't actually see revenge of the Sith until like, 2013 um whoa i so i do this thing it's like it might you know it might be like uh just like an anxiety thing i if i know something's gonna hurt really bad i will put it off i'll be like you know this is the end to this trilogy but like i knew it was gonna hurt i i knew exactly how the storyline was gonna go and i was just like i can't i can't i love him too much and then i finally watched it and i mean it's my favorite. It's my like Zenith, but it's, I know that Kenobi is going to hurt me from like the theme music to the end. I mean, there's not going to be a moment. I'm probably not oh. two seconds close to tears. So, but so, so what's going to hurt more um, Hayden with Ewan McGregor or seeing Hayden with Ahsoka for the first time for it? <laughs> um, I mean, because I didn't, I wasn't a Clone Wars person until like, last year mm. so oh, okay. it's like the it's all pretty new to me and you know like I ended up really loving it when I really didn't think I would because it's one of those things I put off because I was like oh I don't have time for this like it, it's too many seasons um it's it's Ewan and Hayden together uh, because uh, it's just like it. You, it just that's it that was like my formative years too it was Ewoks and then like them yeah so it's like I'm gonna lose my mind. Again, it, it's so like, wholesome. I'm excited, but I'm also like, I can't. But I need it. But I can't. But I need it. it. It's, it's it's so cool to see you and say like that's his favorite thing about this. That's reunited him and Hayden for this project. Like that's 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 so awesome. But like, take another swing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my! I I will, Dylan. If you haven't, so I'm on, I'm with you. So like my top five this year, Kenobi, Brotherhood. So if it, it if you if you like the in between between Obi Wan and Anakin, so you know at the end of, or the beginning of Revenge of the Sith after they get back on Coruscant, and they're talking about the ninth time that that case on Cato Nemoidia that doesn't count. This book is going to be about Cato Nemoidia. Yeah, you what happens. One. Not, not that I saved your skin for the tenth time. Yeah, ninth time. <laughs> ninth time. That case. No, spend your day with the politicians. Yeah, so that's got me really excited. Number two, number three is Fallen Star because Claudia Gray, like like Malik said, does not miss. And uh, number four is going to be the Acolyte. I think there's a lot of stuff that we're going to get to see. Does that come out next year or is it filming next year? Oh, it's filming next year. Okay. We'll probably get to see a trailer. Uh, no, you probably won't get to see a trailer because it's it starts filming in May of 2022. 
Can I also give an honorable honorable mention real quick? Um, the Padme book, Queen's uh, <gasps> Queen's Hope, because yes. uh, they showed the excerpt. It's the wedding. You get to see Anakin and Padme's wedding. You're like, oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, and you get to see Qui Gon's statue. Oh, so good. oh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But here's my pitch. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. For Kenobi, and I've probably said this on here before, but I want Dylan's thoughts on it because I'm sure it'll break her heart. So, obviously, we're going to get to see them together, like Vader and and Obi-Wan. So, I think this interaction is either going to happen one of two ways. Either Obi-Wan's going to slash Vader's helmet, kind of like Ahsoka did, and we're going to get the moment that way. Or we're just going to see Hayden straight up before they even start fighting, take off the helmet and we get to see him bare with the red eye, with the yellow, yellow and red eyes. And, and he says, look what you have done to me. And then we get the PTSD of, of Ewan of Obi-Wan's or Ewan's Obi-Wan just like before he has to fight. Like I, I would, I would bet you anything. It's the second one. I, I like, think so too, because I mean, his bet, like Hayden's best acting, was when he, like, at the end of when he turned, like that was probably the best acting that he had done through entire two movies that he had been in. Um, Luke's out here really? trying to get everyone crying in the club. Jesus. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 if you think like the reaction to that final episode, like when we post that, it'll make theory watching. Luke Skywalker going through that hallway look like uh, like it'll I will be sobbing like I will be ugly crying and I if it makes a reel for Star Wars like reactions I will be happy but like I I have loved those two characters like I like I grew up with those two like those were the the two that I gravitated gravitated towards so seeing that moment is going to absolutely just wreck me. Well, I get to react, react to my show first. <laughs> this yeah. is true. This is true. Char is ready for Boba Fett. I don't get a show because yeah. my yeah, favorite I, Jedi a... died. Caden <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is dead, so I don't yeah, Luke, get it. Luke, I'm ashamed that you didn't say Book of Boba Fett for your top five. <laughs> but I said four. I said four was Fallen Star, and then number five, Book of Boba Fett. Didn't let me finish. I don't think you said that. I think no. I think that was when Malik mentioned Queen's Hope, and then that's when we just went off of Kenobi. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. I but, think I don't think we heard your fifth. No, I mean, so I would say Book of Boba. Like that's that's something that we're gonna get into here in a little bit. But um, Obi Wan's gonna wreck me, like not in a good way. Like I, I will probably <laughs> when that last episode drops. I will be like, you won't hear from me for a solid <laughs> day because I will be in a state of depression and I will be just 
Yeah, I'm going to need a support group cuz ladies and gentlemen, those of Dune and Beyond, we actually watch Star Wars for fun. If you if you didn't if you didn't yeah, if you don't get that. Yeah, yeah, we like to have fun here, but I just only one's going to just The the uh, emotional turmoil is just a bonus. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> Star Wars really and if you think about it, Star Wars knows how to do like the fun but like mm-hmm. oh my god, that really hurt. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're talking TV shows, uh, books, movies. Like, Star Wars is just the best. I'm sorry. I just had to go on a tangent. What else are you looking forward to, though, besides Kenobi? Um, Apparently all the books that are coming out because I'm going to have to start reading those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, talk about gut punches. Like, The High Republic, it just gut punch after gut punch after gut punch and like if you haven't read rising storm oh get ready because that one i i have it it's like in this closet right here because i just (laughs) moved and i had to pack up all my books and i'm like where are they and so now i'm gonna be rifling through there to get it oh it, it like especially and especially the new game that's out um well, coming out. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, like I, I'm glad that they're starting to hit the High Republic because I feel like it's it, not many common fans, which is fine. You can be a common fan. I'm not trying to be gatekeepy here, but it's a great way to bring those people into a era which has been mostly books and comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's really, really exciting for me to like show people this and be like oh, yeah, like, their first introduction was a game, and then it's like, oh, but you... But there's a whole bunch of books that are great. Like, and, and I think that's the most exciting part. You'll have to... Well, Dylan, you and I will have to have a conversation after you finish Rising Storm, because I have yeah. thoughts. Let's say there's comics, too. Read those. Well, and too. comics. Republic. If you like if you like, if you like picture books... Is that Adventures? <laughs> no, that's, yeah, the main one. Okay. Um, But, guys, we're going to get into Star Wars news. I know we've been talking just straight off the cuff sorry i had to because i really wanted hey, to know hey, what was hey you said saying. you said going off script you gave us a warning so i did i did so Can't blame you let's get into star wars news All right, so we're going to start with Stellan Skarsgård talking about Andor and how he is excited and really likes the writing process for um, Andor. Give me a second here. I'll get this pulled up. There we go. And bam. Um, Where's that? And oh, also speaking of Kenobi, we'll get to that O'Shea uh, Jackson Ice Cube son had some thoughts about um, the Kenobi show. Um, so it says, here's a question. Who do we think he's going to play in Andor? Do we think he's going to be like a Imperial officer or a rebel officer? Like I think he's going to play, I think he's going to play Bill Anderson. <laughs> from a, uh... From a from a good old movie called or no not movie musical called Mamma Mia. Uh, I don't I don't think that's how that works. But yes, it um, pops right in there. It's called the Star Wars multiverse or movieverse, oh I guess. God. Oh god, that's expanded. That's expanded universe. We don't talk Star about Wars. That. What if? 
combines oh, with Mamma Mia. Lord. He might again. He he definitely has the officer look to him. I can definitely see him playing an imperial officer. I can also see him playing a rebel officer as well. I I think he could be kind of like General, not General Veers, um, the rebel general that uh, blows up Edu, like puts the order for. Oh, um, General Draven. 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 Yes, I I get like vibes from him, but he, he was plays. Stuck... A, he also plays a. Professor Groff from a, a little show called Sex Education. That's where he looks. Why he looks so familiar? Yeah. Well, he also he played. Familiar. He also played. Well, he was also the Doctor in Thor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Stellan. Yeah. Um, and and the Harkonnen. That's right. And Dune <laughs> from Dune. Oh yeah, that's right. I did just uh, bring sorry, up Dune. Like there was so much plat, like like so much put on him that he was kind of un- like the only way I could like recognize him was his face like everything else was like yeah just like this part of his face the hell is going on here so so, so he's playing a hut in this one that's gonna have more on him <laughs> yeah oh, yes, yes, recognize just his face. went from one set to the other you know yeah. just yeah. slithered on over just roll me over the other set uh so uh he said uh the writing is really good it's it's the same writer that did Rogue One and also uh, to work with Diego Luna, who's an old friend. Uh, so I was excited about that. And then my character is, well, you'll see. It's fun <laughs> to play because he has a lot of different faces to show. So with that in mind, I mean, it, 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 he could be playing a turncoat. Um, yeah, my brain goes right to like a character like DJ from The Last Jedi, like that kind of guy. Oh, okay. That's what that's what that's what I'm thinking now. He says he's got a lot of faces to show. Like, hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, Dylan, what what are your thoughts? It's not going to be good. I don't think I don't think he's. I mean, he almost always plays someone who is either like mentally like defecting. <laughs> like he he starts off he, well like he's he sorry that sounds weird he starts off one way and then he can like really go to the left he's like way in left field so I feel like he could be he's a really good villain and so I'd love him to be someone that's just like not good and and you know what he like he could fit that for sure um he just there there's something about him he can be just like the sweetest like bill anderson like one of the like staple three mama mia dads or he can just be like <laughs> the worst like there's just there's no in between with him or or he or he's or he's running around stonehenge naked like in thor the dark world <laughs> well that <laughs> oh yeah um oh we lost jar that's real unfortunate, but anyway, uh, wait, hold on, I've gotten him back. It's all right, we are still flying half the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're still flying half the podcast. Uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, Andor is probably one of my most rated. Like, like I think it's. I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, to be to be fair, because it's up against Ahsoka. Um, yes. uh, Hayden Christensen and, and Obi Wan and freaking book book of Boba Fett. Yeah, Andor was gonna be the one that was least talked about. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, man, I just keep losing Char. This is weird. Man, we're still flying half a ship. I promise. <laughs> um, there we go. Okay. I'm all good. I'm all right. Can you hear sure, me? What, okay? Yep. Yeah, you're good. Where okay. do you think uh, 
Scars. Who do you think Skarsgård is going to be playing? Since he said he wears a lot of faces. If he wears a lot of faces, I see that he might. He could play an imperial officer. I don't know if he'll be a moth, but I think he might be an officer. Oh, I could see him as a as a moth or something like that. I think well, wait. So funny. when when in the timeline will Andor take place? Uh, Obviously before Rogue One. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I go figure. I would say. <laughs> I want to say like four years before Rogue four. One, if I'm not mistaken, um, because uh, I know that there were talks that Ewan was gonna show up in one of the seasons. Um, uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Cassian Andor's story begins in during like the rise of the Empire. Well, even before that. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because he was. Yeah, uh, he was. He was in he, the Confederacy. Like yeah, his. He, he was part of the uh, he was, CIS. Yeah, he was in the Rogue One Visual Dictionary. He was throwing bottles at Republic soldiers. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it could it could happen in between. Um, But, yeah. um, So, that's kind of interesting that Skarsgård is really excited um, I almost, com- I, to be honest, I completely forgot that he was even cast in the show. I didn't even know he was in the show. This is me learning yeah. the show tonight. Yeah. So, like, that's interesting. Um, uh, let's talk about O'Shea. Uh, so he was talking about, um, talking about Kenobi. About, yeah, talking about Kenobi. He said, uh, "This is the best job I have ever had in my life." I can't go into many details i have to wait for the green light so well here's the thing knowing star wars actors and actresses once i feel like star wars is the pinnacle role to have just because of how big it is in pop culture but once you get any other role you're just known as that character from star wars (laughs) this is true i mean and that's why i think they pick which i don't uh, blame him for being excited about this no yeah um, he go. He said it was such an honor to work for Star Wars. I'm such a nerd. If anybody who really knows me knows, uh, I'm a nerd to the core. That was the best job I ever had in my life. Oh, you I know who I found out the back. other day who was a um, a big Star Wars fan? Who? Um, Simu Liu. The oh oh he, yeah, he's, I he's, from he's in yeah. Visions. Is he really? Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't know he's, that. he's in the Ninth Jedi. He, yeah, he voices um. 
Who does he voice? I, th- he- I think he's the uh, he's the uh, guy who builds lightsabers. I-, I may be wrong about that, but I think that's who he plays, the guy who builds the lightsabers. No, that's that's interesting. Hmm. Um, it's cool. And he said that uh, he goes, I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait for to see a trailer. I'm over here drooling like everybody else. Same. Same, I should, bro. I, Same. I, should try to, I should try to message him on Instagram and be like, hey, do you know when the date of the Kenobi trailer is going to come out? Yeah, yeah. You know anything? Because you, you know <laughs> what's funny? Intel. <laughs> um, we had that community stream, uh, obviously for the Disney Plus day, which was very lackluster for Star Wars. But uh, the one thing that I found really interesting is that he was like, "Oh man, I thought there was going to be a trailer," <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, you were on it, the show. Like you, like uh, they're not going to tell you what they're marketing." Like I, I, oh man! Like, Watch him yeah. just be like the Tom Holland of Star Wars, where like they can't tell him anything because he's just such a big dirt, and he'll just like absolutely spoil it for like the masses. Oh. So they're like, no, yeah, we're, you're not gonna know when the trailer's happening. Oh man, I, I just, I tell you what, it's, it, like I said, 2022 is going to be like we didn't get anything hardly for news, like we got. Like yes, we got Bad Batch, which is fantastic. Seen a lot of High Republic there. We got a lot of High Republic, <laughs> but like we're getting a crap ton in the next couple in this next like from 2022 to now until the end of time. It seems like we're not taking a break because we're just gonna get everything. Yeah, we got so much in store. We got the shows. We got Rogue Squadron coming back into the mix. We have Acolyte coming. Um, Even down the road, we have a droid story. We have Lando. And we also, we have Dark Horse Comics coming back and doing more Oh, yeah, that's right. Taika Waititi's movie, Ryan Johnson's trilogy, Kevin Feige's movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. No, yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't know if Kevin Feige's movie will happen, but we'll see. What do you mean? I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> if it oh, does, dude, happen. it's happening. Like, there's, there's, because no I know for sure Taika Watiti is making a movie. I feel like that's like a seven stone kind he, of thing. He, he's currently writing his right now. Ah, uh, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Return of the Jedi, uh, is now part of the, isn't it the national? Um, it's a, it's like the uh, the film film uh hall of fame i don't know um it's, it's kind of like the film hall of fame it, it's 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 like looked it's it's in like the art film archives is like culturally significant yeah mm-hmm. um so now the whole original trilogy is now in that uh in that um category which is funny because i guess that uh i was watching the star wars show to today and they said that out of like 66,000 films it was ranked number one or 16,000 films 16,000 films it was ranked number one to get into that spot um also with that was uh fellowship of the ring also was in there as well um wally was in there so that made it in which is it wally's I love wally cute. Wally's oh, a Wally. cute little, you know, he's he would fit in the Star Wars universe. Would you? I mean, this, I still, despite I'm... when my my girlfriend was on the community stream and was talking Pixar, we we never talk about Pixar, and Wally needs to get some respect. 
If, if you're watching this and if you haven't watched Wally, go watch Wally. I, I have, I have, I still to say I've never seen Wally. I've never seen Wally. You should ever. see it. Wally's is very underrated. It is adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I went, uh, when I went to the ICC Con in Nashville, um, in April, that was one of the first, like, because the droids were like in the hall, and then I just turned around and it was just like a bunch of us girls. Like I was dressed as Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, and then I had like a Sith sister, and then. Um, we had Jen Urso with us and we like turn around and it like a fully like animatronic Wally just comes like rolling up and it's like moving his eyes and I was just like can I have him I love him like Um, so adorable if you love Wally um do you have you played Jedi Fallen Order no are you you, you trying to say try to compare Wally to BD1 BD1 well I feel like similar heads they're very Mm -hmm. similar BD1 is like very cute in that sense of like he like is very helpful and I think it's the eyes if I'm going to be honest I think it's the eyes um another good story medium that is that second game is going to be amazing um and then finally obviously Book of Boba comes out You see in... the art up there? You see the art on the top of the screen? Look how beautiful 14 four, 14 days See, look at that! Um, look at that abandoned Sarlacc pit. Where? What are everybody's predictions? Um, Char, you're I gonna beat go you last. this time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Char, you're gonna go last. Okay. Um, so whoever wants to take it, go run with it. I win. <laughs> All right. Predictions like what we're gonna, what it's gonna cover. What do you? What do you? What do you think it's gonna be like? What do you think we're gonna see? Um, if we're gonna see if we're gonna see any characters that we've seen before, um, it was just I think they at uh, the director uh, Rod- Robert Rodriguez came out and said that the trailers that have been coming out is only half of the first episode, which I mean we got eight 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 episodes right eight episodes or is it six eight. <clears throat> you have eight eight. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just half of one episode. So, what do you, what do you, what are your predictions, Dylan? So I, this is a great time for my mind to blank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's past my bedtime. Um, but gosh, there was like something really important, and it's like maybe I dreamed it, but um, it's like him taking over um the huts because there's obviously more than one hut and Mm -hmm. him like obviously offing bib fortuna immediately um and i might just be mixing like fanfic but i think it's just gonna be like and especially with robert rodriguez like it's gonna absolutely be non-stop it's just gonna be like hardcore. I think they're gonna throw in some twists and turns, like they yeah, kind of did at the end of the This show is gonna be very action packed. Like knowing how Robert Rodriguez directed that episode with with Boba in Mandalorian. Oh my well, god, he and, nailed it. And just like they, and now that they know that, like it was, they were able to do what they could at the very end of season two of Mandalorian, and like successfully because mm-hmm. they were so worried about like not being able to pull it off and you know taking so many extreme measures i think that it's going to be the entirety of the show and i don't think there's going to like be a second of filler that you're not just like on the edge of your seat glued Mm -hmm. 
I, yeah. I completely agree with you. Robert Rodriguez and I, and I'm... is so, so good at selling action to the screen. And that's oh, what a lot of Star Wars is about. Like that's what that's what that's what that's what gets subscriptions. Like when you when Mandalorian came around, like no one got it until there was that one little aspect of the show. And I mean little, I mean little aspect of the show that caught everyone's attention. It was this little green guy named Grogu. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I feel like there's going to be that one little thing that people will hook onto in Book of Boba Fett. It's not going to be Grogu. I don't think it'll be anything, but I think it'll have some connecting tissue from the prequels. Well, and there's going to be, I mean, there's so much content that they could like cover i mean you have all of all i mean he was just like a blip in the prequels essentially and i mean he's baby daniel logan um Mm -hmm. but it's like and like the whole backstory like django i mean they could literally just do like flashback after flashback even yeah i mean like all that time that you don't have yeah with tomorrow morrison anything is possible like there's there, you can even have Daniel Logan, like as like during like the the Clone Wars era, you can have him having you know shaved head, going around with Bosk, and that's why I feel like we could see in Book of Boba Fett, we could see Bosk, we could see Embo, we can see Dengar, we can see characters that are still alive and relevant to the story and are affiliated with Boba Fett. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That could help them with whatever. Th- I actually made a video about this recently, about my prediction for the entire story of the book of Boba Fett. That's why I wanted you to go last. <laughs> the lake. Let's say uh, there's a there's a great moment in uh, in the comics with um, with Boba where he goes to like a coliseum type thing, and uh, yeah, he he spray painted his armor so he looks so he's like in all black and he doesn't so he's not green anymore. But uh, when he goes in, um, he gives a fake name, and that fake name he gives is Django. And when he's in the coliseum. Uh, the comic then just cut. He he get, he just looks around the a- arena, and the comic then just cuts to young Boba holding Django's head, and like in Attack of the Clones, and then just cuts back to him in the Coliseum. I want moments like that with Boba. I want to know, like you know, I want to see if this is a young boy who went through a very messed up trauma and is now trying to like you know like take it out on the rest of the world and like you know. Maybe like he looks, he 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 looks at himself like he was again. He was filled with so much anger, so much rage back then. Maybe you know the fact that he's trying to like work through fear. I want to see like I want to do more of a deep dive into who Boba is as a man, as opposed to how cool and how like awesome he kills here and there. You know, 
uh also uh i would also love uh the uh there's two bounty hunters i want to show up one i think will show up is uh cad bane because like like he, he, this is the perfect place for Cad Bane to show up, and like he he's probably gonna come to live action. Perfect Sec- place for uh, his story yeah. to end. <laughs> uh, second, uh, I want my favorite bounty hunter to show up, uh, Dengar. Because Dengar gonna take nap. a dirt nap. <laughs> yeah, Dengar is just so Ooh, hilarious. I'm so scared. I love Dengar. Like he says, like, "Hey, Boba, I like what you got going on here. Maybe you can get me in on this piece of action, huh?" And like, Boba's like, "Get out!" <laughs> yeah, Dengar, get the hell out! I don't want you here. I he, rule he it. Was, he was voiced by respect. Simon Pegg in the Clone Wars. Yeah, was he, he was. really? Yeah. For that episode with uh, um, with the Saja Ventress. Yep. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 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 Um. Uh, yeah. I, I'm obviously we're gonna see him how we got out of the Sarlacc pit. I think that's for sure happening. That's that we that's guaranteed. That, that, that's guaranteed. Footage. If that's not um, on the show, that would kill it. Um, if we're still left with the unanswered question of how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit, it's gonna cause an outrage, and especially from me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah can tell. Um, it's gonna be. I'm just here for the ride. Like I, I'm, I'm up Aren't for whatever. All? I'm Aren't up for whatever. Like I, I don't. There's not certain things that need to check off the that I need checked off my list. I will be the opposite for Kenobi because I'm more entrenched in that. So just watching Char particularly, just like be all giddy about I'm it. I'm trying to keep my expectations as low as possible, so I don't, you know, end up. With the short end of the stick, if it's so you don't I... end up devastated like me when Kenobi doesn't go my way, but I'll still love it regardless. Yeah, I won't. I won't be like, oh, I want Star Killer in the sequel trilogy throwing Stop. around planets. And we, stuff. Don't, I don't we, wanna, don't, I don't we don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have that feeling that if it doesn't happen. We don't say <laughs> you that know? name. Uh, Char, go ahead. What do you want to see from Book of Boba Fett? So overall, I just. I just think that it's going to relate back to what Cobb Vanth said in the first episode of season two with how after Jabba the Hutt's death, new leadership came in and immediately took over Tatooine. And they started by taking out the entire city of Mos Pelco. Um, but I think that Boba in this situation will be one of the most, I would say, I wouldn't say laid back, but he's going to do some things that'll, We'll, we'll make us see Boba Fett in a different pattern. Like we're so used to Boba Fett being the the hunter, the the guy that's the most menacing on the screen. But I feel like we're going to see that. But we're also going to see the side of him as a leader because that's what he has to be. I mean, he's trying to take over the seat of his former employer, like the uh, the uh, the uh, the, uh, the authorian said. Um, but Boba Fett and Fennec, I think, are an underrated duo. And I'm excited to see what Fennec is able to do. Because if Cad Bane shows him, Fennec's like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he's going to be like, shut up. <laughs> yep, pretty much. I got business with Fett. Uh-huh. Do, do, do you think we'll see uh, Omega? I was going to say that. As I was, that's what I was mentioning earlier about the connective tissue to the to the prequels. I was like, what if what if we see an aged live action Omega and then Boba is like, who are you? 
And then he's like, I'm Omega. <laughs> but it's what, actually that... the, the same age, but um, I, I, I was gonna is... say, are they the same age? No, no. She's younger than he is, right? She's much younger. She's I think she's about maybe thirteen in Bad Batch. And Boba Fett at the time's like in his late teens. How, how do you cast it? We need to find a woman who looks like Tamora Morrison. <laughs> It's just Tamora Morrison in drag. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, he is all of the characters. Wait, now that I think about it, um, no, actually, Omega's. Wait, Omega's like, I think within nine to ten years old because I mean, obviously, Boba was cloned in thirty-two BBY when he made contact with the Kaminoans. Obviously, he says, <laughs> yeah, like we all well, know that. Well, 32 BBY, 22 Attack of the Clones, 19 Rots. But yeah, so Boba Fett will be. Well, I don't I don't know. I think they're similar in age. They're not too far off. It's like I'd say it would be like me and Malik in terms of age. Like we're not too far off, but it's like enough space to where it's like it's a lot of time in between. So gotcha. we could see Omega. We could see Bosk. We could see Embo. We could see Dengar. We could see bearded Alden Ehrenrich or Ehrenreich, whatever you what kind of word, which would call it's, it. It's, it's Ehrenreich. Uh, we could see Kira because um, Kira would be awesome. Like I said, because I, I mean, Kira. Uh, we could also see uh, what was another character I was thinking about. Um, we could potentially see because I made a video about characters that we could potentially see. Um, I mean, there's a lot of potential with this show and i'm just excited to see what robert rodriguez does with it yeah yep well that is going to do it for another episode um i want to thank my guests for coming on i appreciate you all uh it was a little we we didn't have the viewers that we usually do because obviously a little thing called no way home came out tonight <laughs> uh big plans but um say that I, and holiday time too yeah and, and also, holiday it's, time. it's also finals for a lot of people as well yeah and finals as well so um i'm sure we'll catch you guys on the playback um but uh dylan where can the good people follow you um you can follow me on tiktok it's at tatooine queen no space and then on instagram it's tatooine underscore queen um and i'm happy to connect with everyone well, more yeah. star wars friends the better oh yeah never a bad thing to have more star wars friends i'm gonna go follow you right now I, see, I, i've been thinking about that for like 20 minutes i'm like i got everyone i gotta i gotta be i, I did that i did that before the podcast Boom. Wait, I'm so prepared followed tattooing queen look at that um yeah really <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I go? Yeah, everyone's like, I should go. Wait, I should wait for them to tell me to do it. Um, hello, good people. Uh, yes, you can follow me at TikTok at uh the under the underscore Jedi underscore Smart. I talk about Star Wars, pro wrestling, nerd stuff, all that good stuff. I also have a podcast. Ha! Exclamation point! It's a podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, um, uh, Spotify, Audible, that strange weirdo behind the alley selling strange things. Be it also my podcast. Uh, I also um, have a. Uh, <laughs> don't talk to that guy, boys and girls, and those of you behind. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I also I'm also doing it. I also have been uh, I did an RPG uh one shot with the uh, likes of Darth Chaco, Shaylo Ren, uh Element Seven. Uh, that's actually the final episode of that will be going up this Saturday. So look oh. for that Darth Chaco's channel. Yeah, guys, go check that out. It's such fun. Um, we yeah. Will so Malik is essentially the Swiss Army knife of geekdom. Oh yeah, dude. He can do it all. He's There's a great. A he's a great DM. Uh, if you guys are ever looking for somebody to do a, any type of D and D, Malik is your man. You're just you're just loaning me out to the like everyone, right? Now. <laughs> like, not, hey, hold on. I don't. I'm not loaning you out to anything. I'm you just say, oh, Malik's, Malik's good at this thing. You ever need to track him down? I'm like, okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, your resume just speaks find, for find his address. You know, yeah. maybe no house. I, I yeah. if if that's what, how this is coming across, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, but Char, where can the good people follow you? So good people, you can find me on TikTok at Char Char J, and you can find me on the Pod Ones podcast right here. So uh, yeah, that's mainly where you can find me. And uh, Luke, <laughs> where can they find you here? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're yeah. already here. Uh, uh, every hey, 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 Luke, tell tell us where the good people can find you. Uh, okay, I will. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so you guys can follow us on uh, TikTok at the Pod Ones Podcast, uh, on Twitter at Pod Ones, and on Twitter, uh, no, on uh, Instagram at the Pod Ones Pod. So uh, we will not be doing a live stream next Thursday because it is before the holidays but because mm-hmm. ne- will... the next thursday is well that's the day before christmas eve yeah day before christmas eve but we will be releasing a episode which um, i will also be on because they have me in a lock and key apparently yeah we've got hey, them under you contract in that spot, for... man. yeah <laughs> so... but i mean it is it's always great to have you on oh it's it's a it's always a pleasure um dylan uh ever want to come back on you're more than welcome to yeah, you've been uh, great. Thank you. great. Thank you so much for having me. This was a this was a wonderful introduction. No, to, yeah, to podcasting and live streaming. Oh, oh, you, don't to, you don't have to lie, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, he just, he, now he's calling me hey, Malik. out. So hey, Malik, when am I going to be on Ha? Huh? Yeah, when know. are we going to be on Ha? Yeah, when, when, when are the pod wands going to be on Ha? That would be an interesting. Or in this case, ho ho ho. Yeah, it is ho 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 for the holidays, but um, we'll we'll be having our holiday (laughs) special, which we will be pre-recording, so that will come out, and then we will have Book of Boba right around the corner, uh, doing live stream of the episode, um, and then we will be talking to we'll wrap up here with uh, Boba the Boba Fett the Boba Fett arc of the Clone Wars, so. Um, those are what's coming down the pipe. Um, so every for everybody here, uh, thank you, and uh, may the force be with you. For light and life, always. Bye. See you guys. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.